Welcome to Zikhur Dav Siman Member of Avram Goldhei, and today we're Mesechus Nazir Dav Ramad Vav, the sixth parak Shlosha Meaning. So the three tells we're going to focus on number one. Ziri argues with Riochanan, who holds that Hetimot Sarvel Isra only applies to the prohibitions of a Nazir, and says Afsa or Babal Taktiro. The law of Hetimot Sarvel Isra applies even to leaven regarding the prohibition of do not burn leaven on the Mizbeach. One who burns half a kazais of chametz with half a kazais of matzah on the mizbeach would be chayv malkus. The Gemara notes that this is based on the opinion of Rabbi Lazu Darshan's an extra term to teach this law. Now, if so, it falls that he should also say hetimut starvul isra regarding eating chametz, which has the same extra term. The Gemara agrees and says the reason that Ziiri specifically mentioned the prohibition of burning chametz on the mizbeach was to teach that in haktara pachism kazayis there is no burning on the mizbeach less than a kazayis. This disagrees with Abai's position that there is no minimum shear for burning on the mizbeach and burning any amount of chametz there would incur malchus, making hetar mitzvah iser irrelevant. Point number two, Mishnah teaches that if porridge made primarily of chul and grain, which also contained garlic and oil of truma, was touched by a tful yom whose residual tumah only disqualifies truma, well, pasel amakamagao, he only disqualifies the place he touched. Rabbi Yochan explained that the reason it's disqualified, and we do not say that the truma is nullified by the majority of chulin, because a non-kohen receives malchus for eating a kazais of it. Abai assumed that although most of it was chulin, and he ate far less than a kazais of truma, he gets malchus because hetimutzavu iser applies to truma, and the chulin combines with the truma to comprise the shear. This contradicts Rabbi Yochanan's own statement that hetimutzavu iser applies only to nazir. Rav Dimi answered that he would eat a kazais of truma. There is a kazais of truma present in the amount of time required to eat a pras of the porridge, meaning half a loaf's volume. The small amounts of truma eaten over this period of time combine to make up a kazayas. And pointing with you, Rav Dimi said that one receives malchus for consuming a kazayas within the span of Achilles pras, which means the principle is the raisa. Abai challenged him, why did the Rabban exempt someone who ate Babylonian kutach, a dip which contained chametz from malchus, and we do not say that he's high for eating a kazayas of chametz within the span of Achilles pras of eating the dip. Rav Dimi answered, Hanach kutach ababli, the lake kazayas bechdei Achilles pras, Leave Babylonian kutach aside, for there's no kazais of chametz eaten within an achilas pras. Eat a kasar for a misraf. If he swallows it, meaning he eats it as it is instead of as a dip, batla daito eats a adam. His mentality is meaningless regarding all people. Rishon dispute of this means he would be exempt because it's not considered normal eating or that the rabban would not discuss such an unusual case. Imishta kashatar, if he dips in it, there will not be a kazais of chametz eaten within Achilles pras at that rate. Abai poses two more challenges, but they are deflected. So once again, the three points are number one. Ziiri argues with Riochanan, who holds that Heter Mitzvah Isra only applies to the prohibitions of another and says, The law of Heter Mitzvah Isra applies even to leaven regarding the prohibition of do not burn leaven on the Mizbeach. One who burns half a kazais of chametz with half a kazais of matzah on the mizbeach would be chayv malkus. The Gemara notes that this is based on the opinion of Rabbi Lazu Darshan's an extra term to teach this law. Now, if so, it falls that he should also say hetimut starvul isur regarding eating chametz, which has the same extra term. The Gemara agrees and says the reason that Ziiri specifically mentioned the prohibition of burning chametz on the mizbeach was to teach that in haktara pachism kazais there is no burning on the mizbeach less than a kazais. This disagrees with Abai's position that there is no minimum shear for burning on the mizbeach and burning any amount of chametz there would incur malchus, making hetar mitzvah iser irrelevant. Point number two, Mishnah teaches that if porridge made primarily of chul and grain, which also contained garlic and oil of truma 
was touched by a Tvilyom whose residual Tuma only disqualifies Truma, or Paso he only disqualifies the place he touched. Rabbi Yochan explained that the reason it's disqualified, and we do not say that the Truma is nullified by the majority of Hulan, because a non-Kohen receives Malkas for eating a Kazais of it. Abai assumed that although most of it was Hulan, and he ate far less than a Kazais of Truma, he gets Malkas because Hetimutzav Iser applies to Truma, and the Hulan combines with the Truma to comprise the Shir. This contradicts Rabbi Yochanan's own statement that Hetimutzav Iser applies only to Nazar. Ravdimi answered that he would eat a kazais of truma. There is a kazais of truma present in the amount of time required to eat a pras of the porridge, meaning half a loaf's volume. The small amounts of truma eaten over this period of time combine to make up a kazais. And pointing with you, Ravdimi said that one receives malchus for consuming a kazais within the span of a chilas pras, which means the principle is the raisa. Abai challenged him, why did the Rabbana exempt someone who ate Babylonian kutach, a dip which contained chametz from Malkas, and we do not say that he's high for eating a kazais of chametz within the span of Achilles Pras of eating the dip? Rabdimi answered, Hanachu kutach abavli, the lake kazais bechdei Achilles Pras. Leave Babylonian kutach aside, for there's no kazais of chametz eaten within an Achilles Pras. Eat a kazai for a misraf, if he swallows it, meaning he eats it as it is instead of as a dip, his mentality is meaningless regarding all people. Rishon dispute if this means he would be exempt because it's not considered normal eating or that the Rabban would not discuss such an unusual case. If he dips in it, there will not be a kazais of chametz eaten within Achilles Pras at that rate. Abai poses two more challenges, but they are deflected. All right, so now we get our Simadaf Lamed Vav, and our standard simon is a lulav. A lulav. So here goes. The Kony used a hairy lulav to swipe off half a kazais of leaven and half a kazais of matzah off the Mizbech because of Hetimutzar Vleisser. Used a small hairy lulav to stir his bowl of chulam porridge that contained garlic and oil of truma. After dipping it into some, kutach abavli. Once again, it's motion. The Kony used a hairy lulav. Hairy lulav. That must be more enough. Lamed Vav. Lulav. The Kony used a hairy lulav to swipe off half a gazais of leaven and half a gazais of matzah off the Mizbech because of Hetimetzarv Le'isser, which reminds us, Ziri argues with Rabbi Yochan who holds that Hetimetzarv Le'isser only applies to the prohibitions of a Nazar and says, Afsa'or b'bal taktiru, the law of Hetimetzarv Le'isser applies even to leaven regarding the prohibition of do not burn leaven on the Mizbech. One who burns half a gazais of chametz with half a gazais of matzah on the Mizbech would be chay of Malkus. So the Kony used a hairy lulav to swipe off half a gazais of leaven and half a gazais of matzah off the Mizbech because of Hetimetzarv Le'isser. Used a small hairy lulav to stir his bowl of chulun porridge that contained garlic and oil of truma, which reminds us, Abai assumed that if one ate porridge made primarily of chulun grain, which also contained garlic and oil of truma, although most of it was chulun and he ate far less than a gazais of truma, he gets malchus because Hetimetzarv Le'isser applies to truma and the chulun combines with the truma to comprise the shear. Ravdimi answered the case is that he would eat a kazais of truma. Because there's a kazais of truma present in the amount of time to require to eat a pras of the porridge. So the Kony used a hairy lulav to swipe off half a kazais of leaven and half a kazais of matzah off the mizbech because of hetimutzarv leisur. Used a small hairy lulav to stir his bowl of chulun porridge that contained garlic and oil of truma. After dipping it into some... Kutach Abavli, which reminds us no one would eat a kazais of chametz in Kutach Abavli, Bechdei Achilles Pras, to be chai Malkas. So once again, 
The Kohen used a hairy roof to swipe off half a gazayis of leaven and half a gazayis of matzah off the mizbech because of hetemut starvleiser. Used a small hairy roof to stir his bowl of chum porridge that contained garlic and oil of truma. After dipping it into some kutach abavli. All right, so now it's time for four blabach hazara. Daf So the symbol Daf Ramabes is a mad scientist in a lab. So here goes. The hairy mad scientist sitting in his kavana lab. Mad scientist in a lab? That must be on Daf. Lama Bays. The hairy mad scientist sitting in his Kavana lab, who got nervous when the computer determined the ninth animal that was intentionally named Meister Behema as not effective, which reminds us, in the Mishan Daf Lamed Alf Lama Bays, sought to prove that erroneous hectish is effective from the fact that one who mistakenly declares a ninth or eleventh animal as tenth for Meister Behema, it becomes Kadosh. Rav Nachman says, Kavanaso. His error makes the ninth Kadosh, but not his intent, meaning if he intentionally declares the ninth as tenth, it does not become Kadosh. His error affects Kadusha, and certainly his intent to do so does. So the hairy mad scientist sitting in his Kavana lab, who got nervous when the computer determined the ninth animal that was intentionally named Meister Behema as not effective, and printed a Nolad error message about folks who were Makabal Naziris not knowing the base of Migdash was already destroyed, which reminds us the mission relates that Nachman erred in regard to Nolad, an unexpected development which cannot void a vow. When Nazirin came from outside Eretz Israel to bring their Kabbanas and found the base of Migdash destroyed, he asked them, You are Yisim Yodim Shabes of Migdash Harif, Yisim if you would have known the base of Migdash would be destroyed, would you have declared Naziris and permitted them based on this heter? But when the matter came to the Chachamim, they said that only those who vowed after the Churban are permitted, but those who vowed before are not because the Churban is an event of Nolad. So the hairy mad scientist sitting in his Kavana lab, who got nervous when the computer determined the ninth animal that was intentionally named Meister Behema as not effective, and printed a Nolad error message about folks who were Makabal Naziris not knowing the base of Migdush was already destroyed, called it that day when the machine blew a fuse while analyzing six people who made conflicting Naziris declarations regarding someone's identity, which reminds us, the mission brings the case of six people who made conflicting Nazir's declarations regarding someone's identity and the three-way Malchokas regarding who, if any, are Naziri. Daf Lamed Gimel, so the similar Daf Lamed Gimel is a pegleg pirate. So here goes. The hairy pegleg pirate, pegleg pirate, that must be on Daf Lamed Gimel. The hairy pegleg pirate holding six people hostage who had made different conditional declarations of Naziris figured out that only the guy who reversed his term within Tokade Dibur was the Nazir, which reminds us, Beisil had said in the Mishan Davram Beisam Beis, Eino Nazir El Mishon Iskaimu Dvarav. No one of the six is a Nazir except he whose words are not fulfilled. And the Gemara asked, why would the one whose words are not fulfilled be a Nazir? Review to answer, the men the Mishan is to say one whose words are fulfilled is a Nazir. Abai answered the cases where he said immediately after, instead, if it's not Pony, I will be a Nazir, meaning he retracted his original declaration and reversed his term within Tokadi Dibur. And what is the meaning of his words are not fulfilled? It means his first words are not fulfilled, but his later words are. So, the hairy pegleg pirate holding six people hostage who had made different conditional declarations of Naziris figured out that only the guy who reversed his term within Tokade Dibur was the Nazir. After he carefully read all the fine print that filled the backside of the instructions for how to determine who is the real Nazir, which reminds us the entire Amma base is comprised of Tosfos from previous Dapi. Daf Ramadal, so the similar Daf Ramadalid is a ladder. So here goes. When the man whose identity was being debated ran down the construction site ladder, ladder, that must be more on Daf Lamadalid. 
when the man whose identity was being debated ran down the construction site ladder, remaining unidentified, which reminds us, the end of the previous mission on Davagam and Beis Ambeis taught, If the approaching person whose identity the six people were debating suddenly turned back and remained unidentified, he is not a Nazir, meaning none of the six are Nazirin. The Gemara asks who the Tana is and says it's Rabbi Yudu who holds, as it was taught in Davches, that a vower does not intend to accept any declaration where the Suffolk imposes more stringencies than uncertainty. So when the man whose identity was being debated ran down the construction site ladder, remaining unidentified, the six workers tried following him down while leaving their favorite lunch of bread soaked in wine, which reminds us that the Zemachogs were going to share that another is high for regarding drinking wine. In the Mishnah Rishonah was taught, until he drinks a revius of wine, not a kazais. Rabbi Kiva says, even if he soaked his bread in wine, and there's enough to combine to a kazais, he is chayv. Thus, in addition to saying that the shiver drinking is also a kazayas, he teaches hetimut starfel iser that permitted foodstuffs can combine with the prohibited matter to compose a shear for malkas. So, when the man whose identity was being debated ran down the construction site ladder, remaining unidentified, the six workers tried following him down while leaving their favorite lunch of bread soaked in wine, only to find that he left a cryptic note which read, I darshan prate, so another each shoots and leaves, which reminds us, our mission implies that only grapes and other grape products are forbidden to another, but the grapevine itself is permitted. The mission is therefore in disagreement with Rabbi who says, a few loving even leaves and shoots of the grapevine are implied in the prohibition. The more clarifies that they argue had a darshan exclusive phrases written near inclusive phrases. The Chamin darshan Prate and Rabbi darshan's Ribuli Umiyute. So the Simmer Dafamid Hay is a children's choir singing La La La. So here goes. The Harry Children's Choir, Children's Choir, that must be more enough. Lamed hey, la la la. The Harry Children's Choir, who sang the Prat Klau Uprat song while Shomer Sacher watching a donkey listened in, which reminds us, Rabbi Yavo said the Rolazar Darshan's Prat Klau Uprat from the Pasuk of Shomer Sacher, whereas Rabbi says he Darshan's it from Sukim describing an Ola brought from sheep or goats. So the Harry Children's Choir, who sang the Prat Klau Uprat song while Shomer Sacher watching a donkey listened in, and then practiced the Klau Prat Uklau song, which sounded almost the same. Which reminds the Gemara, since both Klau Uprat Uklau and Prat Uklau Uprat yield a rule to include Ke'ina Prat, similar to the Prat, what is the difference between the two? It answers that there is a difference, that whereas where two Klauim and one Prat, in the case of Klau Uprat Uklau, if there's something similar in even one way, we include it. But with two pratim and one call, in the case of prat ukal prat, if there is something similar in two ways, we include it. But with a similarity of merely one way, we do not include it. So the Harry Children's Choir who sang the Prat Klau Uprat song while Shomer Sacher watching a donkey listened in and then practiced the Klau Prat Uklau song, which sounded almost the same, were caught off guard when the Shomer Sacher tackled the nuzzer to the ground to prevent him from eating bread. Soaked in wine, which reminds us, Rabbi always said in the name of Yochanan, For all prohibitions in the Torah, permitted matter does not combine with forbidden matter to compose the amount required for punishment, except for the prohibitions of a Nazar. Because the Torah said steeped. The Torah is teaching that even with less than a kazais of wine soaked in bread, the bread will combine with it to make up a full share of a kazais and incur malchus. All right, so now it's time to conclude our pop quiz of 10 questions. Number one. Which stuff does Gemara ask what the difference is between Klal Prat Uklal and Prat Klal Uprat? That's on Duff. Amen. Hey, good. Number two. 
Which stuff do we have a habamina that the case of one who ate porridge made primarily of chulun grain, which also contained garlic and oil of truma, was the case of hetemut starf iser? That's on dav. Ahmed vav. Good number three. Which stuff on the Tanu holds that none of the six who debated the identity of the man are nazar when he turned away is Rabbi Yehuda? That's on dav. Ahmed Dalad. Good number four. Which stuff do you have the question what the halach is when one has two sons who want to use their father's funds? Where one is the Bechor. That's on Dav. Lama five. Which of them in the one shot in Basil's opinion that the one whose words was not fulfilled as the Nazar is that it's referring to one who reversed his term Tok de Dibor. That's on Dav. Lama Gimel. Good number six. Which of the one that Ze'iri holds that Hetem and Starfle Israel applies to burning half a kazais of chametz with half a kazais of matzah on the Mizbeach? That's on Dav. Ahmed Vav. Good number seven. Which of the one that Chamin Darshan call your prate and hold that unless it can eat the grapevines, shoots, and leaves? That's on Dav. Ahmed Good number eight. Which of the one for the word Mishras that Hetem and Starfle Israel applies to the prohibitions of Anazar? That's on Dav. Amen. Hey, good number nine. Which of the one that no one to eat a kazais of chametz in kutach abavli bechpeachilas pras to bechayv malkas? That's on dav. Amen. Vav. Good. And number ten. Which of the one the Rapa says the Mishnah's case is where one said the black ox that leaves first among the black oxen? That's on dav. Amen. Excellent. That concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Goldman Zichur. Wishing you a great day and great learning.